Jesus is going to bless us again today with his perception, with, with, with revelation knowledge, with knowing how to live on this earth free from condemnation. We talked a little bit about that already. And so we are going to continue um, to learn how to live in that freedom. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for setting us free, for taking on our sin for us. So we're not guilty any longer. We love you and praise you. We give you all the glory and this platform right now. Have your way here, Jesus. So he wants to talk to us about that. Like, you know, we were talking about how the condemnation from the enemy is a bondage. He's trying to control us. And Romans tells us that when we follow after the Spirit, then we're in that constant fellowship with Jesus, and we can recognize and be assured, assured. We can be encouraged that we don't have to live in that condemnation. We don't have to take on that role the enemy is trying to take, get us to take on. We don't have to be condemned. And Jesus wants to extend that today to guilt, how the enemy uses guilt against us. And we were freed from that guilt. Jesus bore, Jesus bore our sorrow, our sickness, our disease. He, he was a sacrifice for us so that we are not guilty any longer. Isaiah 53, 3-5. He, he did it all for you. God loved us so much that he gave his son. Jesus laid down his life so that you could actually be free from sin from, from that day forward. Him living on the inside of you, you can be free from sin because you, you don't, when, when um, before Jesus, they couldn't follow the law. It was too hard. But now Jesus made it easy for you. You can just do it. And so you don't have to sin. You don't want to sin. And um, so you don't sin because it, it's just not your nature anymore when you are born again, when you have God's spirit, Jesus living on the inside of you. It's not even a temptation. But for those who don't know that, that's the freedom that you live in. And to, to take on guilt is a shame that you don't have to live anymore. So we're going to read in Romans 8. So... The case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. You're not guilty anymore. You, you, you recognize because you're following after the spirit, you're learning that you don't have to be guilty you were freed from that. So when the enemy comes with that pressure and, and, and you feel this guilt coming on, you sinned or you made a mistake and you feel that pressure, that condemnation. And the way to 
free yourself of that, the way to be freed from that is to believe that Jesus freed you from that, to believe that you're forgiven no matter what you did. When you repent, you're forgiven. That doesn't mean you go on sin, sinning. It doesn't give you a license to sin, which sin is what brings on the guilt and the condemnation. The enemy first wants you to engage in sin, and um, he, he tries to get you to do that. And um, then after you have, then he wants to condemn you and hold you guilty. And he's going to hold you in that prison only if you let him. But when you repent and you change your way, he can't. He can't hold you in that sin anymore because Jesus, because Jesus gave his life for you. He bore his sick, your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, and your pain. And you don't, you don't have to be guilty. You can be if you want to be. You can let the enemy lie to you, and you can believe him over the word. But Jesus is encouraging you today to believe the word. Isaiah 53, surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, carried our sorrows and pains of punishment, yet we ignorantly considered him circumspent and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities, the chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. We are healed and made whole. And in your mind, in your body, you are healed just by believing this truth. Believe the truth. So continuing on Romans 8. For the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature, as I explained earlier. Yet God sent his own son in human form to identify with human weakness. Clothed with humanity, God's son gave his body to be the sin offering so that God could once and for all condemn the guilt and power of sin. So now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us. And now we are free to live not according to our flesh, but the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. So now we don't engage in sin because we have God's power in us. We don't succumb to sin. And so when the enemy comes to tempt you, just say, I don't succumb to sin. You're not going to be my God. You're not going to be in control of me. And that's going to make him run. You're resisting him, and he's going to run. You're, you're taking authority over him, which you're supposed to. You don't, even, you don't even succumb to being guilty or condemned. You don't bow down to him. You are free from that. Jesus set you free. No matter what you did, you're forgiven. And you can make that choice to believe that and then walk free from that condemnation. 
when that darkness comes upon you, when that oppression comes upon you, and you're feeling like you're in this vice grip, it's the enemy trying to condemn you. You did this. Oh, my goodness. That, that's the end. You might as well quit. You might as well give up. You might as well kill yourself. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to take you out. He hates you. And he's going to lie to you. But you got to get smart to him. You got to look at the word of God and find out who you are in him. That his power resides in you. And you don't have to live condemned, guilty. You're forgiven. It's done. It's finished. The case is closed. The Passion Translation says, that's it. You're done. You're forgiven. Now you can live. I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. The enemy comes to still kill and destroy. you got to make that choice. And the only way that you can make that choice is to know the word. you got to know it so that you can live in it. So it's not that reading the word of God is a torture. Um, you know, many people look at it. Well, I look at it and I don't understand it. But when you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you and you, and you start falling in love with him, he, he's going to give you that revelation knowledge, just like he's teaching you now how to live free from guilt, how to live free from sin. Sin is a vice. You know, the enemy says, oh, God's dictating to you and and, you know, he wants you to live this holy life. That's impossible. And sin is really a bondage that Satan wants to put you in. He wants you to have a God before God. He wants you to have addictions. If you have a God before God, you can't have that peace, joy, and contentment. You can't have that life that Jesus came to give you. Because God's not your God. The only way you can have it is if you live in his kingdom. And it, it, when you have a vice, it controls you, and that's a bondage. You know, if you have to have um, food to feel better, that's the God before God, and it's a vice. you got to have it, and the more you give your body, the more you want it. What, what you give your flesh, your flesh wants more of. And it's going to control you. And the enemy is enjoying getting you in this mindset of thinking, oh, God's just trying to take all the good stuff from you. No, he's not. What he's trying to do is set you free from having that thing control you. He's setting you free from that prison Satan is trying to keep you in. When you have um, something that controls you, it's, it's torturing it's an oppression, especially if all of a sudden you can't get it. You can't have it anymore. Yeah, so um, that's that's where Satan wants you. Like, oh, it's okay. You know, first, first he's like, okay, that's all right. You can do that. And then after you do it, he wants to torture you with that um, condemnation, the guilt. And then he's got you in this box, and your flesh wants more and more. And now he's got you feeling guilty that you're giving your flesh what it wants. You're feeling guilty because you did it. And so 
then you're like in this, this cycle of doing what you know is wrong, but at the same time, um, you don't have the self-control that you need to stop, and then the enemy just keeps condemning you, and you feel guilty, and you, and you, you live your whole life and this, this lifestyle where um, you feel that condemnation, you feel the guilt, you, you hate yourself, and as I said, then he's going to try to get you to take yourself out, to kill yourself. He's trying to take you out. He hates you. He, 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 wants, he wants you out of the way. Another one bites the dust. He, he doesn't want anyone to have eternal life, and that is his work. And when he does the condemnation and the guilt, he, he's got a hook in you. But the way out is to know that Jesus set you free from that. And then you just, when you decide to believe it, when you look at the word, it is power. You, you, you see the truth, and it gives you that um, stanima to, to say, that's it. I believe this, and I'm not taking on this condemnation. I'm not guilty. And I have a spirit of, God's given me a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I have self-control. And with Jesus, I can stop doing that sin. And then it doesn't contain me anymore. It doesn't keep me in that prison anymore. I'm free from it because Jesus is going to help me to be done with it. You know, sometimes Jesus will set you free right away. Sometimes you just go as he's, he's telling you no and you obey him. That's when that power comes. And it might be a day, might be a day or two, and I wouldn't say more than three. I want to compare it to when you, um, when God tells you to fast, and you've just been eating full force. Um, I always find that God leads me to uh, a little every day, a little less, um, go without out that. Um, go without um, that bulky thing for the next day, and then the next day less and less until your flesh is not um, not screaming at you anymore for food because now you're getting it's getting used to less and less. Whatever way he decides to free you, he will. It might be instantly. And you just have to confess and look at the word and know the word. God has given me a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. I have authority over the enemy. He doesn't control me with guilt and condemnation. He doesn't control me with things. There's nothing I have to have. What I need is Jesus. And Jesus is trying to give me this life by my obedience to him, um, a life of overflowing peace joy, and contentment. I'm important to Jesus. In, in fact, he has this awesome thing for me to do that the enemy is trying to keep me from. And when, when you have this habit that overtakes you and um, gets you to that place of condemnation and hating yourself, you're spending all your time in that cycle, in that guilt cycle, guilt 
cycle. And so you're distracted from that very thing that God has for you to do, that wonderful, awesome thing that you're going to love to do. The thing that you were created to do, I always like to think of Adam. He was called to name the animals. God gave him that cool job to name all the animals. And um, I just think that's amazing. And he has something for you to do. And the thing is, what he has for you to do, you're going to love it. You're going to get up every day and be excited that he called you to this place of importance. And you're not going to want all those things anymore because those things are really just fulfilling that empty spot that you had. And, and the enemy knew, knew all you had to do is get you to just overdose on those things. And he was in control and keeping you from even hearing the voice of God with those things. And so, yeah, I mean, anything you're trying to accomplish on your own without God is going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And you're not going to even know um, that thing that you need to be doing that is going to bring you the most happiness, the thing that you were created to do, that God anointed you to do. And everything that he has for you to do has to do with being a part of his kingdom and bringing in the harvest. This is a very important time, and you don't want to be wrapped up in guilt. You don't want to be wrapped up in the lies of the enemy. And as we're reading that when you're joined in life union with Jesus, I like how this is put, the anointed one, the law of spirit of life throwing, flowing through you, the anointing of Jesus has liberated you. You can now resist sin. You don't want to sin. When you know that thing that he has for you to do, when you know how much he loves you, you're not going to be looking to sin. You're excited to get up every day and do that thing he called you to do and, and feel his, his love and tenderness towards you. And you're going you're to be happy. But when you're taking on that condemnation and that guilt, the enemy is just going to keep you down and out and, and just constantly in that merry-go-round, that guilt merry-go-round. You don't want to live there. You don't want to live there. You don't want to live your whole life wasting it and feeling bad about yourself. Living in shame. And taking your, your anger out on other people, um, pushing people away from you and being lonely and depressed. That's not what, that's not what it's about. It's about living in heaven on the earth, being excited every day, getting up with joy and happiness and, and yeah, just, just not giving the enemy a foothold. He's roaming around looking for someone he can devour, and he's not going to be able to devour you if you get up every day and follow after the Spirit and realize that sin is not a happy thing. It's not a good thing. He's lying to you and just making you think so. But, but once you give Jesus a chance, once you taste his love and know how much good he has for you, and 
You're just not going to succumb to sin anymore. You're not going to want anything to do with it. Because all it does is bring bad things to happen in your life. It, it brings on one, one crisis after another. Chaos. It just messes everything up. We weren't meant to walk in sin. That's why Jesus came. So you could overcome and live in happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. So Revelation 3, 20. Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would allow him to come in by heeding his voice, it, it doesn't pay for him to come in if you're not going to heed his voice. Right? And if you do, he's going to come and live on the inside of you. He's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you. He's going to encourage you. He's, he's going to give you right information. Not like the enemy does. He's lying to you. Anything the enemy tells you, the opposite is true. Jesus is in love with you. And so we can ask him to come and live on the inside of us and commit to him and know that as we commit to him, he's going to set us free. So let's do that. Jesus, thank you so much for all that you did. And we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. Teach us your way. Show us who you are. Jesus is saying, come to me, all who are weary and heavy, heavy laden. Let me give you rest. Just rest in knowing that I love you. What I have for you is free because of my love. Just let me appreciate you and who you are. Just let me love you. Choose me. I'm the good shepherd. I laid my, down my life for you. He's so wonderful. He's so in love with you. He's so good to us. Just receive him right now. Just praise him and thank him. And when you receive him, you're going to have so much joy. So much joy. But don't forget, the enemy is going to come and try to taunt you. Talk you out of having that relationship with Jesus by trying to get you to, to sin. But sin is a trap. It's the dungeon. It, it, it's the bad thing. It's not the good thing. It's the bad thing. And the enemy is going to spend eternity in hell, and he just wants to take you along. And don't, so if you follow after him, it's just everlasting damnation. So go ahead and enjoy Jesus. You don't you don't need to you don't need anything else. He's all you need. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And then go tell everybody what he did for you. <laughs>